Welcome one and all to another edition of the Snap UK podcast, covering off all things NFL from this side of the Atlantic with our usual dose of quality analysis, innuendo and arguments. Though no one here will be forced to defend their resume. In the doghouse with me tonight uh, is myself, Johnny Frash, G-Lo, Jimmy G and Griff. Fourth and Inches is too busy playing with his puppy, um, innuendo implied. Um, the Colts, Patriots, Dolphins and Eagles were all on the buyer this week, so we'll skip the usual debate on Jalen Hurts. Um, He's brilliant. He's shit. I'm undecided. And um, slide straight into the action and start with the obvious place, the Monday night football game between Rams and the Cardinals. So Rams for 30, 23 Cardinals. <laughs> I even wrote it in the right <laughs> way for you. I'm not having that all this episode. That needs to stop now. The Rams... Uh, close to within a game of the Cardinals uh, at the top of the NFC West following an almost faultless performance from Matt Stafford. MVP. um, Who is reigniting his claim for MVP. Um, OBJ seems like a a reborn wide receiver and uh, Cooper Cup continues his charge for Offensive Player of the Year because, of course, he's not a a quarterback so he's not allowed to win the MVP. Gilo... um, do we agree that there's perhaps no stopping the Rams at the moment? Well, they're, they've got a great squad. I think that's been clear since pre-season, hasn't it? And I think Jefferson has been, you know, a really good breakout for them. So when Woods got injured, you think, well, they've brought Beckham in, who's flattered to deceive for the last couple of seasons. Are they going to be a bit short of options? But And then, you know, there's also a few questions about Stafford. You know, he'd had a couple of dodgy games. Was he that big an upgrade on Goff and... I think Griff said it last week, he quite clearly is a, a very large upgrade on, on Goff. And I just think they're slightly more experienced than, say, the Cardinals. Um, and it's got slightly more talent on both sides of the ball. But the Rams are going to be tough to stop. But I think, you know, we'll come on to it later with our power rankings. But those top five or six teams in the NFC are all going to be very hard to stop. I suppose it's what we see a lot coming out of the NFC is that those teams beat each other up in the playoffs. And that will be interesting to see how it goes. But, you know, the way the Rams have played. They're coming into form at the right point, aren't they? They had, they had that kind of little little series of glitch results where you probably expected them to beat the 49ers and a couple of other teams. They don't all, they don't beat the 49ers very often. No, the 49ers have always had their match. But they're coming into form and the right players are coming into form. Like... I, I kind of put OBJ just looks like a completely different player in LA than he did in Cleveland or even towards the end of his, his stint in New York. It's like three games in a row of a touchdown now. He's proven to be an actual weapon. And you're right, Van Jefferson's taken that role that Woods and Deshaun Jackson had where he just takes the top off the defence. Um, one thing to add, the, the Aaron Donald's first sack was brilliant. I'm sure you saw it, but he literally just he destroys the guard. He literally just pushes the guard into Kyler Murray and absolutely obliterates him. And he's been quite quietly good this season, yeah. hasn't he, Donald? He hasn't really got a lot of headlines, has he? You know, and it's, it's interesting to see that defense starting to step up, like you say, at the right time of the season. Yeah. And they did this. They didn't have Jalen Ramsey in this game as well. He was out with COVID or just ill. Um, he wasn't playing anyway. And they still managed to beat what was the top team in, in the NFC. Yeah, let's not. Um Let's not get too carried away with this result, though. It's a, it's a one-score game. The Cardinals had the opportunity to go down the field with about 46 seconds on the clock. They recovered the onside kick, didn't they? He did, yeah. Uh, and then, effectively, Aaron Donald ended the game with a sack. But 
it was one or two missteps from a younger quarterback as opposed to Matt Stafford showing why he's an upgrade. The thing with Stafford that I think has become apparent this season is he still has a ceiling. He's not in the Brady Rogers, uh, possibly Russell Wilson, but he's not in the Brady Rogers class. He's somewhere in the middle of the next group. Yeah. And occasionally, two or three times a season, he's going to throw in a shocker of a game. Now, he probably had two of those games in a row and we started to doubt it. It's not going to happen often, but there's still a ceiling. And Kyler, on another day, has 46 seconds and that's enough to go down the field because a couple of times he evaded sacks on that last drive and they got done for a holding penalty and a false start on both times he'd actually taken off and picked up the first down. So the Cardinals were, you know, inches away basically from taking this to at least overtime. So for me, it does nothing to diminish the Cardinals standing. Connor was fantastic. Yeah. You know, Christian Kirk looks brilliant down the field. He's effectively Justin Jefferson. Uh, not Van, Jeff- Van Jefferson, Van Morrison, all of them. It's been a long day. Um, and, and so I think that these two are basically toe-to-toe. I think they're, they absolutely are. they're just going to stand and it's going to be a, you know, a Mike Tyson sort of fight, just going to punch each other in the mouth. I suppose the, the difference is, or potentially the difference is in the playoffs, is the Cardinals haven't been in the playoffs for five, six years. 2016, yeah, so yeah. five years, yeah. And then the Rams got to the Super Bowl with a worse squad Yes, and Goff. Yeah, you know, I, so I, I think Sean McVay has the edge in, in that, but uh, I still think out of if you were picking uh, a winner right now in the next game between these two, there's nothing to make you think the Rams would definitely win it. It's it's a fifty fifty coin toss. We're going to do our power rankings at the end of the podcast, and I'll tell you now, I've still got the Cardinals above the Rams because I don't think I, if the Rams had blown them out, I'd have swapped them around. But they didn't. This was a 46-second drill right at the end of the game where Aaron Donald came up tops. That's it. That was the difference. I think, I think that for me, the big difference is that the Cardinals haven't got that Aaron Donald in their team anymore. They haven't got that difference maker. They've got a good defense. It's played very well, but they've got a, young, a lot of young players there. And since losing JG Watt, Chandler Jones hasn't been you know, impeccable this year no. as, as he has been in previous years. They haven't got that difference maker on, on the defense. So for me... Yeah, if we were, <coughs> I, I've got the Rams just above the Cardinals, but it's tight. Like I said, it is a coin toss. I uh because I'm sad, I was looking as well at the at the kicking game. If Justin Tucker didn't exist in this league, Matt Prater would just be getting plaudits. He's every got the week. most fifty yard field goals. He has this the most fifty yard field goals. Uh he's got the most in the career, I think, as well. Like it's just insane. He did have the longest one until, until Tucker. Tucker. Uh, yeah, did he <laughs> kick that in Denver? Doesn't yeah, count. Yeah. It shouldn't count. But <laughs> he's, still, and but he's he, got he, a sixty-two yard one this year, yeah. not in Denver. So uh, I just he was in he was in Detroit under the dome for ages yeah, as well. It, but he could be invaluable as, as yeah. going forward because we never really talk about kickers unless they're terrible. But there are probably eight or ten kickers in this league that you put money on, and the rest you just don't know what you're getting. Well, Prater's up at the top of that group. Just yeah, worth definitely. bringing up for me. Yeah, should we move on? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. There's not a lot else to say. I, I, I want two, they're two good teams, aren't they? They're both in the, the, the two of the to top toe. five teams. Yeah. James Conner you know. looks like a different player at the Cardinals compared to the Steelers. He looks like he's off the leash. Yeah. He always looked like they were holding he him back. He's been a steal in fantasy. Yeah, of course yeah. he has yeah. been. Yeah. Actually, Sony Michelle looks good. Last couple of games, Sony Michelle's looked like the Sony Michelle that played for the Patriots. Do you know what it is? Straight I was, after he got drafted. I was drafted. thinking about it. I think, I think I said last time as well, the, the Patriots weren't impressed with his pass blocking ability, so they were happy for him to walk. And also, he's got this knee injury history. 
But because he's not been lent on for the whole season, he's maybe going to be asked to carry the running game for four or five games. He can go all out for four or five games. He's averaging four point something yards per carry in the last two games. And that's all you need if have he a, just does that. Have a finette-style season. Yeah. Well, Turn he's up only, he's still only the number two running back, isn't he? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, so he's a great number two running back. Absolutely. So uh, elsewhere in the NFC West, uh, the 49ers overcame the pain of losing to the Seahawks last week by scraping past the Bengals, 26-23, to um, once again, in overtime. The Bengals launched a fourth-quarter comeback from uh, 14 points down against a stout defence led by uh, the astonishingly good Nick Bosa, um, who has had a sack in his last five games, uh, giving him 14 for the season. Um, of course... He's not even an offensive player, so he's definitely not allowed to be an MVP. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a mission, though, for Nick Bosa to get more recognition as, as a defensive player of the year candidate. Because like, we hear a lot about TJ Watt, Miles Garrett. We've not heard anything about Nick Bosa, and he is dominating the league. I think it's just because the Niners, yeah. you, know, have, have, you know, we've had a good few weeks, you know, where we've seemed to have come back into it a little bit, apart from that Seahawks game. But I think the... There was quite a lot of negative press, wasn't there, about the Niners, you know, from me yep. and others. And um, I'm classing myself as press now. Um, <laughs> the media. <laughs> the media. And um, I think that's the reason. I think there was just a lot of negativity and you, you're struggling to pick out the positives. You know, it's great. You know, doesn't does it have as much weight if you do great things that leads you to losses? No. So, so that's the reason, that's, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, that, that you know, entirely agree, but... Now they're winning. He's getting the stats, and he's yeah, I, I think Kittle being fit and back makes a huge. The last few weeks with him actually, you know, not only is he blocking, but you know he's making plays. Thirteen receptions, hundred and fifty-one yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, his touchdown Madden. this week was amazing as well. Yeah. He's just like twisted not, through about three yeah. players. And well, his catch in overtime as well. He reached out and just plucked out. I'm the sure air. he produced an extra foot and a half of height when he leapt up for that as well. It was mad. So he came, he came back in week nine. He said. 38 catches, which is tied most amongst tight ends. 530 yards, which is 120 yards more than any other tight end. Um, and six receiving touchdowns, which is first amongst all NFL players. Like, he's the best which tight end. Which may be why I made a big surge in fantasy and made the playoffs in one well, of our leagues. Might, might have been yeah. terrible. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, missing him did not help me. <laughs> no. But he is that good. Yeah. And he took a couple of weeks to get fit as well. So most of those stats have, you know... Have been in the last couple of weeks, yeah, really. He's, he's, he's just, just awesome. gone crazy. Well, yeah, a couple of weeks, a few weeks ago, we were going. He's, he's, you know, he's very quiet, isn't he? And then he's exploded. But I think, it's, he's great. That's I why. I think the Bengals were not helped in this game by the fact that uh, Mixon wasn't well enough to be Joe Mixon. He had been brilliant the last few weeks, and he, he clearly had the flu, didn't he? He had some sort of flu. They basically went all the way to say it's nothing related to COVID, but he hadn't practiced all week, and it looked like it. It helped me beat you in fantasy this it week did, because <laughs> because if he'd have had a game like he had the week before, it'd have been much closer. But but there is a point, like, Bur- Burrow played really well, like, again, I think, he, I think he's... 25 of 34, yeah. 348 yards, two touchdowns. Both quarterbacks, by the way, got sacked five times, which showed you how good the defences were in this game. Yeah, absolutely. Can I, I was just say, I think the the loss could be down to, the, the, could be down to the use of Mixon yeah. and Burrow, because yeah, they, they should have lent more. Burrow was playing great, and actually, I know that he got sacked a few times, but... They could have gone to him more on first, second downs, especially like near the end. Yeah, they could have actually stopped it going to overtime, but they stopped going to 
Bowers. Yeah, These started, two big completions down the field to get to yeah. the red zone. And then yeah. they went... Hand off, hand off, and sack. Then, and then, yeah, hand off, hand off, sack. And you, yeah. suddenly you've lost momentum. We've kind, of, we've kind of mentioned it. Like The 49ers defensive line is good. The defensive backs at the moment are terrible. Yeah. So they, sh- they should. Years. I know. They should should have been passing it more. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, who's... Because there was one of your uh, DBs gave away a foul and the next... Play. Ambry Thomas. He had a yeah. he had he a, a shocker. It was his first start. Yeah, yeah a bit of you know batteries of fire. Nothing at cornerback for years now. Since no. Sherman, but Sherman stopped. Yeah, Sherman did. <laughs> since have a he stopped running game, he? in the Super Bowl, since he stopped running at that point, when he realised he couldn't run anymore. We've had nothing there. When he was, he was staring at Williams behind, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's been it. Yeah, I I, I felt the 49ers are. A decent team, but I thought this game was there for the winning, and I think the Bengals sort of Bengals gave it away it. with two fumbled uh, pump returns. Yeah, Darius yeah. Phillips, yep. who by the way was put on injured reserve an hour ago. I think they probably broke his <laughs> legs in the locker room, <laughs> broke his soul <laughs> because boost ego. Yeah. Both times he just misjudged the the final trajectory of the ball and let him let it drop through his arms and onto his legs. So it was so nice as a 49er fan watching the 49ers on red zone and the punt coming just knowing how bad the special teams has been yeah. in the last few weeks thinking well this is going to be a run back. <laughs> and then being pleasantly surprised that actually it worked in our favor. Oh, I think when I heard the clip and it said there's been another muff punt I thought so, where's Brando are you? What's going on? I I don't know as a coach, whether once your return man muffs the first one, do you leave him out there for the second one or do you not? And it seems to be just down to the individual coach because some do yeah, and some take the player straight out and he doesn't return kicks for the rest of the game. They left him in <laughs> and it was two in one half of the game and it's like... I guess, I guess it depends on the coach and on yeah. the player because, you know, some players, um, like, they'll make a mistake and the first, it's, it's wiped. Um, yeah, it's gone. You know, they're, they're just gone. Brady. Yeah, Garoppolo. To be fair, yeah, yeah. he's pretty good. Yeah, some you know maybe you know he, he, young player just what doesn't well, have the mentality. You, Darius Phillips does not fall into that because you could see the second time yeah. he was thinking, oh, "I really hope I don't muff this." Ah, oh. <laughs> it, it did not go well. It was oh. it was mistakes for the Bengals again. A bit like we were just talking about on a slightly sort of further down the boxing card, if you like. But these two teams it's are not co- that not that far toss, apart. Yeah. And, and next week, if they were playing, I wouldn't know which one to pick. Yeah, and I think it's. You know, I think that's still fair, isn't it? The Bengals were not going to just suddenly go from where they were last year to, no, you know, to be in like a ten and no. six team. They might be ten and six, but it's they've still progressed so far. Yeah, you know, Burrows looks so he, that's player that's comeback player of the year, one hundred percent. I know Paul's not here to shout about Derwin James, but um, I'd he's, fr- I'd he's second in the booking. <laughs> he's second in the booking foot really? behind Prescott. Who really? I don't, I, yeah. I don't understand. Well, <sighs> right now, if you're asking me to choose between those two, I'm choosing Burrow, Burrow all, day. all day, every day. But again, I mean, Nick Bosa I, I, should be in that conversation. If there, a, if there was a top five, I still don't think Dak would make it into my top five. No, I think yeah. you've got Bosa, you've yeah. got Derwin James, you've got Dak, um, yeah. Bo- uh, Burrow. Yeah, you've got many players, and yeah, we'll get on to Dak. Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, anything for the anything to add for the 49ers? No, I was just going to say though. To your point, yeah, I think if the Bengals do carry on this trajectory, I think they're the team to beat next year. Because you look at all those other teams in the AFC North, I think there's problems on every single one. Maybe bar the Ravens if they can come back fit. Well, two of them <coughs> won't necessarily have a quarterback that they've currently <coughs> yeah. got. And the third one, it, it's it's injuries galore yeah. every year. Yeah. Well, we're about to come on to the Browns, aren't we? Well, well It's bizarre because I think 
we oh, we make a deal about coaching all the time. I think the Bengals have the worst coach, but I still think they yeah they might be the is best. Is it team worst to, or is it least experienced? We'll, we'll see. Both, I guess, possibly. But yeah, um, so. With the Bengals losing, the Ravens had the opportunity to extend their lead at the top of the AFC North, but instead were unable to finish off the fight back and lost to the Browns 24-22. Lamar Jackson exited the game earlier, uh, so it was left to Tyler Huntley to overcome the formidable Browns defence. And he almost got there. Um, So close. Injuries are decimating the Ravens' season. Um, Do we have any clarity on Lamar? (coughs) Still waiting. Ankle injury. I think the the reports are that, well, the Ravens are saying, oh, it's fine, he's going to be fine. But, I don't know, an ankle injury with that type of quarterback, I'd fear the worst. And I think their offensive line is injured, their defensive line is injured, the defensive backs are all injured. The the thing with Tyler Huntley is in the two games he's appeared in, or three games maybe he's appeared in this season... He doesn't look any worse a passer than Lamar. He had 270 yards and yep. a touchdown, 27 of 38 in this game. He outplayed Baker. He yeah. didn't score at all in the second half. That's because Case Keenum was playing for most of it. No, he only no. played a few snaps. Yeah, It was, Match, still, it was, was still funny, though. Refused to play. Yeah, <laughs> basically Baker refused to, to stay in the blue tent and he kept sticking his head out and having a look to see when it was going to be his turn again. I mean, he, claim, he claims to be a lot fitter after their bye week last year, but last week even, sorry. Um, but he doesn't look very good. And he hasn't looked good all season. And this is the season he needs to look good. He's, he's in a contract year. You know, they take the fifth-year option, they pay him $20-odd million. But he also accused the coach of being conservative, didn't he, in his presser? Oh, did he? I did not see that. Yeah, which I don't think will have gone down particularly well. Wow. Because, um, uh, yeah, at the end of the game, he didn't think they were aggressive enough. That's why they lost. He might be right, uh, and they are. In, he is entitled to his opinion, Baker, but he's in. He he's is. on some shaky ground because he, if the Browns were asked to choose between Baker and Stefanski right now, they're choosing Stefanski all the time. It's, it's not even yeah. close. Uh, I think they'll go for the fifth-year option and hope that he plays well, but not so outstanding that they have to pay him a, an absolute fortune. But their risk, it's the Kirk Cousins risk, which is if he suddenly plays lights out, you're going to lose him if you don't pay him forty million, and he's not worth that because the following season he'll be terrible again. Yeah. I don't know what they're supposed to do. There isn't anyone in the draft that I think is going to be better than him. Uh, if they could trade for Jimmy G, I don't know whether he'd be a, a, an upgrade or not. I, I think he probably would be, but I don't know if you know parity at worst. Wouldn't he? And he, he, I mean, he'd be cheaper. He'd probably be cheaper. See, if he's cheaper and you can build other things, why would you keep Baker? Yeah, but it, it, that's I that's agree. a problem for the offseason. Um, problem for right now for the Browns is Kareem Hunt is hurt again. He's not practicing this week. He exited the game after two carries. And Nick Chubb what, doesn't look as good as what he was. Did yeah, Nick Chubb needs Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Well, I think he still doesn't look. He's still either. Yeah. 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 No, but it's like we said about Alvin Kamara. Always plays better when Mark Ingram's there on the team, taking you know thirty percent of the carries and and doing the bulldozing work. Well, Nick Chubb needs someone to share this workload with because Baker's not that good. Well, when you when you think about it, the running backs. Do basically a bleep test, don't they? Yeah. Continuously through through an offsen- offensive set, so that's why you see them go in and out of a game because they're just doing shuttle runs. You know, they're not doing a hundred meter run, are they? Most of the time, and then no. then getting half an hour to cool down, are they? You they're know. not finet. No, but you see what I mean, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like ten yards shuttle run. You know, ten seconds. Ten yards, te- you know, yeah. it's, you know, it's 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 is it tense? Yeah, I don't. I mean, just shuttle run as well with four men on your back. 
Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> I know we, something we, you've experienced. <laughs> oh, more than oh, once. Yes, yeah. we talked about OBJ getting better in, in LA, but I don't think losing him has probably had the desired effect that we we thought it might. We always said that the Browns been playing better without him. I just don't think that's the case anymore. I think Jarvis Landry just doesn't look like Jarvis Landry. No, he's Jarvis Landry has always been a good number two receiver. I don't think he's ever been a primary a primary receiver. I think it's, I think it's Baker. That. I think it's Baker. I think, I think, it's, it's, I think Baker. it's Baker. Baker's not yeah. fit. DPJ th- played well in this game, 90 I, yards. Yeah. I think Baker's probably a more abrasive character, even more so off-air than he is on-air. You know, he was he was a dick in college. I was just, that was the very word I was about to use. <laughs> do you think he's just a dick? Yeah, I do, yeah. In which case, that may well just not rub well with other people. Yeah. And you don't want your dick to rub badly Because that defence is amazing. That, well, that Miles Garrett... Um, strip and uh, recovery for the touchdown was amazing. Oh, that was brilliant, yeah. Like, right. literally, just kept going, that defence yeah. is yeah. so the good. The defence is really good. Denzel really Ward good. is one of the they best. They won that game. Yeah. They got a touchdown and they stopped the Ravens. Yeah. yeah. The Browns won that uh, won that game because of the defence, not because of Baker. No, no, absolutely. But we, I, I keep looking for what the upside to the Ravens is and they seem to pull off a result every Harbour, other week. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, superb, absolutely. Number one fantasy tight end for the season. 11 man. receptions, 115 yards and a touchdown. And again, some of the catches are awesome. He's like, he's out muscling three defenders. Or suddenly he's loose in the middle of all this space. And you think, the guy is massive. How are you not? And he's just- the only person they throw to. <laughs> yeah, well. Like ever. It does, yeah. it does seem that way. Uh, Where's Marquise Brown? I literally have no idea. He's, 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 he's chasing good. balls that are going way over his head. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think... Har- Harbour is a good coach. He's keeping this the resurrection team going. of Devonta Freeman, by the way. Yeah, continues thirteen yeah. carries, sixty-four yards. I mean, he's doing his job. But he looks every bit an NFL player, which he hadn't done for like two years. Latavius Murray went in for a touchdown as well, didn't he? Uh, yes, yes. Of his one carry, one carry, one yard, one touchdown. Yeah. Efficient. One, I mean, one, one. <laughs> what more do you want? That is the way to earn some money. Nelson. <laughs> yes, one, one, one. Nelson cricket reference there, John. Well done. Niche reference. So. Very niche reference. So I know. Well, the Ashes so, is on, but so we won't mention the Ravens that. are eight and five. The Browns are seven and six. Um, I don't have the two schedules in front of me, but I've got a feeling the Browns have the easier schedule. The Browns have got Raiders, Packers, Steelers, Bengals. Ugh. Okay. And do you want the Ravens as well? That'd be useful for a comparison. The Ravens isn't good. No. Packers, Bengals, Rams, Steelers. So it's it could. One's got the Raiders, one's got the Rams. Yeah, basically, other than that, they're the same. Other than that, it's more or less the same. Yeah. So I think, I mean, this, I think this division could go to any any of the teams, really. Like, if the it Ste- won't be the Steelers. I don't think it will be the Steelers, but you wouldn't be surprised to see them beat both the Ravens and the Browns. It is a crazily even yeah. division. Yeah, it is a very even division. I, I would be surprised if it's the Steelers, but other than that, any one of the other yeah. three. I was trying to work out actually the other day whether it is even possible if they all win one of each to get all four teams into these wildcards now or not. Now, at, at the start of the year, it's definitely possible. I don't know what it is with now, the current record. Once they start beating each other within the division, I think it's set up so that if they all go to three and three, mm. I was trying to work out if they're all at three and three, that's a lot of games still, isn't it, for them to get to. Yes, but because they then play teams from different divisions in in the other conference, you get all sorts of different things come into it. Yeah. But, you know, I, I was think, just, I was I just trying to work it up, out. I think it's set up so you can't have all four teams. Just get the three. I, I think it's like it's just mathematically because, impossible. At the moment, it looks like it, 
I don't think it could happen. No, theoretically it's possible, but I think mathematically yeah. it doesn't work because of the way they divide it up. But I have never sat there and worked out because I've got yeah. a proper job. Anyway, you, you actually said something earlier about you being sad and looking up something. <laughs> so don't, don't yeah, go on about your proper job now. Is, I am extremely <laughs> sad, let's be honest. Well, I'm not going to say anything there. Um, um, so continuing the theme of failed comebacks, the Steelers almost got one over on the Vikings on first night, but in the end failed to convert, losing 36 to 28, partly uh, due to the showboating of Chase Claypool, which was hilarious. He wasted like 12 seconds or something it, stupid. Yeah. That's like two plays. I know. He, he was not a popular man. Luckily, uh, Mike Tomlin is a really chill guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It's like being yelled at by B.A. Baracus. I'm not, I'm not sure I fancy that very much. Um, Cousins has had a great season but struggled against the Steelers' defence lacking the usual impact of T.J. Watt, who missed uh, most of the game with a groin injury. Are the Steelers doomed to miss out on the playoffs if they can't keep their premium pass rusher it. I think we need to give a bit more respect to uh, primetime cousins. He might have struggled a bit, but you know this was a Thursday night game. And he didn't well, lose it. He didn't yeah. lose it. He, he was on TV I know, and he, he won. He, yeah, but he didn't win it. He, he, he still won yeah. on TV. Yeah, he took yeah. a significant step backwards to what we've seen of him this uh, this year. He has been. I'm not going to say brilliant, but he's been close to like for that team and. Is 14 of 31, 216 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. You're looking at the box score. All you have to do is drop your eyes a quarter of an inch down the page. Yep. And what do you get to? You get Dalvin Cook, 27 carries, 205 yards, two touchdowns, coming off a pretty serious injury <laughs> the week before. It, it seems to be, basically, he said, well, we're not getting to the playoffs without me, so I might as well go out there injured or otherwise and get us to the playoffs if I can. But don't forget the Vikings are only six and seven. It's nothing special. But they're going nowhere without yeah. Dalvin Cook because Kirk Cousins will fail. He will fail. Where is where is Kirk Cousins next to Matt Stafford? Miles behind him. Would you say Miles? I don't I think hope there's it, a big gap there. Not this Knowing year. Cousins, I hope at least two metres away from him. <laughs> <laughs> in, in terms of the the talent, he's miles behind Performance. him. He's ha- no, I'm Performance. I'm not talking about talent. This year, form, he, I think they're level. Yeah, the agreed. Moment. Agreed. This uh, year. Uh, okay, take the last five years. Performance. I don't think... I, I think that's quite a close comparison, you know. It's closer than Cousins I would like to it to Stafford. be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. But I, but you know, I, if I you gave me a hundred chances well, to pick one of the two, I would pick Matt Stafford a hundred yeah. times. And I think if you put Matt Stafford on the Vikings team over the last, I'm not few talking years, about your hope. I'm talking about actual performance. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, see yeah, what you're saying. And saying, saying I, I think Matt it's Stafford's fair. Been playing in Detroit for four of the last five years, and Detroit are terrible. Cousins played for the football team before they were even the football it, team. If you wanted one of them to quarterback your team, which one would you pick? Stafford. Cousins. Stafford. No, Stafford. Yeah, no, one, no one's picking Kirk Cousins. <laughs> but the Vikings this year as well, I know they're six and seven, but if they'd have... If Again, we it's say... It's been so week, tight. They could, have, they, they could be 11 and three now, or you know, 11, uh, 10 and three, and... You couldn't argue. You couldn't argue it, no, because... No, you couldn't. I, it's I, been I agree. those sort of results. It's, there were, it's a strange league this year, and yeah. I, I, I both like it and dislike it. Um, I really like it. I mean, we're coming on to it in the power. Well, I think there's I, so I, many six and seven and seven and sixteen. I think I funny. I like it, but I also follow a team who, in this sort of t- time of unpredictability, are really predictably bad. Uh, so we ought to give Big Ben some some credit. Twenty eight of forty, three hundred and eight yards, three touchdowns and a pick. He was sacked five times. The guy cannot move. He no. cannot get out of the way. And these days, he's no longer strong enough to shrug people off, which he used to do. He never used to run away from anyone. No, he used, used to bulldoze them over. Yeah, yeah. But I, 
you know, I thought he, I thought it was one of the best games I've seen him play in a year. Um, and and really, this again, we've said it all the way through this podcast. It's two teams that are so closely matched yeah. that you, you couldn't tell me next week the Steelers wouldn't win if they played again. No, no. There's, there's just no way yeah, you could say that. I completely agree. I know we 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 moan about Chase Claypool there. He had a really good game. He's not been brilliant this year. Like he had last year, he came out as, as a rookie and he was awesome. This year, I think he's been middle of the road. He had mm. a good game: eight receptions, ninety-three yards. Um, made a nuisance of of himself, but like just the idios, idiocy of like that that final play. Like just you've got to be game aware. Yeah, I mean, as well as he's had, he's had so much like to to know not to do this because I mean. Juju was there last year dancing on... Didn't he dance on the Bengals? Yeah. And the first thing that happened was the Bengals eviscerated him. Um, you know, so he, he more, should more know... More topic coming up later. He should know that, you know... Uh, I mean, he's just... He's fucking stupid. And... <laughs> Don't Clay, back. But Claypool... I mean, he's built like a tight end. It, like He's like a bit like um, Mike Evans in a sort of build. He, 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 sh- he should be... If they can get a decent quarterback next year, because I know, as Ben said, a personally, uh, you know, apparently in the changing rooms has said he's going, but then publicly has said he's staying. I think he ain't staying. He's he not. Staying. Oh, I mean, I mean, I hope I, not. I think as soon as Actually, I do, I hope he stays. Because if I he says fuck. he's staying, then they'll have to let him go. Yeah, because they yeah. don't. They don't want him. No, but yeah, you know, if they can get a decent quarterback, I mean, they've got a. You know, Deontay um, Harris, Johnson. Johnson. They've got great wide receivers there. Well, I say great, but they've got good wide receivers, serviceable wide receivers. And Najee Harris, he's having a great year. Yeah. Also, only, most only, carries in the league, is it? Well, most only player with over 200 carries who's not fumbled. Ah. They, they're yes. going to need a mini rebuild, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. just a change into the guard, you know. Yeah, there need, they needs work on the offensive line. They need, obviously needs work on the quarterback. But the rest of the team is pretty good yeah. still. Mike, Mike Tomlin is safe in that job for as long as he wants the job. Yeah, they don't, and, well, and they that's don't, the they right don't, thing. They don't fire coaches. No, but that's the right thing because they should say to him, here's another five-year contract, build the team how you like because he's that team had, will be successful. He's never had a losing season. No. So he, he should this, be fine. This might be it. And he's not Jeff Fisher, so it's fine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so um, just before we move on, Stafford to Cousins, <laughs> over the last five years, their pass rating is very, very close. And for over their career, Stafford was pretty poor at the start of his career. Yeah. So Cousins is about uh, six points higher. Oh, really? Yeah, 98 uh, QB rating. Still take, I'll still take Stafford over Cousins. We all would, but I, I, the comparison is fair. Yeah, it's yeah, very, no, very it close is. when you look at their careers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that. So, um, Sunday Night Football saw Alan Rodgers continue his domination of the he Bears. He owns them. He owns, owns them. them. Uh, so, they, they, so, it was the Packers 45, 30 the Bears. Twat. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the Bears, Justin Fields came like back. I've never read anything before. <laughs> I just like how much it annoys Gary. Um, <laughs> oh, it's not just annoying Gary. <laughs> let, me, let me make that very clear. Our listeners, all eight of them, you know, which are mainly us. Well, no one's mentioned it, uh, apart from you. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Justin Fields came back into the lineup and looked decent, both of his arms uh, and his legs. And actually, uh, the Bears' play calling was probably the best it's been this year. Rodgers is uh, still masterful, though, and the Packers' defence is as good as anyone's in the league. 
Are the 2021 Packers better than the 2020 version? And do they have enough to get by the Bucks? Doesn't matter. They'll lose in the championship game, wouldn't they? <laughs> but that's the question. They'll yeah, they'll the question. lose in the championship game. They're not quite good enough. When you look across the squad, they're not as good as the Cardinals or the Rams or potentially the Cowboys or the Bucks. Well, I think they're better or than the Cowboys. Beat the Cowboys. Would they? Yeah. yeah. Do you think their ceilings? They've got Adams. When you look at that receiver, which receiver core would you want then? Oh, I'd take the Cowboys receiver. Okay, so you take the yep. which which offensive line would you want? Offensive line at the moment, Bucks. Oh, the Cowboys, Cowboys and the Cowboys Packers. Packers. Oh, sorry, Cowboys. Uh, probably the Packers. Oh, Cowboys have got some injuries. Cow- I know. Yeah. Okay, but that, take that, out the that injuries. That for me is a coin flip. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's really tight. Running backs. Packers. I would take Packers. Packers. Yeah, but that's tight, isn't it? No, not at the moment. Not at the moment. Yeah, Zeke hasn't Zeke been great. Can, Zeke's, Zeke's not great. Pollard's been injured. Pollard's injured. Yeah, I think that's the Packers. Jones and AJ Dillon. Schultz, Schultz has done well this year, hasn't he? Yeah. Tonyan's, Tonyan's been a bit right. quiet. Tonyan's been injured. I, I think Gary's right on that. I, I think, think Cowboys. I, I, I think, think all that matters. I think it's really close. I think it's all that tight, matters. But Aaron Rodgers is, is that, far yeah. better than Dak Prescott. That's, that's, I think that's, far the, better. that's what tips the balance you know, is Aaron what, Rodgers. What, what we're I, talking about the Cowboys and it's tight. What I we think, start talking about the Rams. Yeah, but what I think is... Aaron Rodgers, this might not be a better Packers team. This might be the same as last year's team. It's an angrier Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers is fucking pissed off. And he is just determined to win this thing and then go, I'm off then. Bye then. <laughs> like, yeah, just going to go out slinging the V at yeah. people. Like, he's just going to drive around the stadium, <laughs> yeah. flicking off Brian Good and Good and kind of stick. Just, That's what it feels like. And you kind of think he might actually pull that off. Uh, I don't know. He... he his hair flying out the back of his helmet. He looks a bit like if someone's like a helmet on Thor and he's just like whizzing around the field doing things that he really shouldn't be getting away with doing. He's making Alan Lazard look like a legitimate NFL, like number two wide receiver, which is bizarre. Uh, I, I can't help but be impressed. I think the guy's a bit of a knob at times. But I think the guy's a massive knob. Incredibly he's an impressive. Brilliant player. And I've never denied that. He He's... Walking into the Hall of Fame, he's brilliant to watch as well. Brilliant. The way he yeah, plays, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Brady's great, yeah. but like he's a bit robotic to watch. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you know, Rogers does it with flair, doesn't yeah. he? You know, he does. But sometimes when he throws and he, he knows it's going for a touchdown before he's let the ball go, and he's sort of <laughs> trudging off to the sidelines, like yeah, it's going to be a score. And I, you're I, like, I, okay. I, I mean, like you say, Brady is is brilliant, obviously. But I genuinely think Aaron Rodgers is probably the more best. talented. Yeah. More talented and probably the best quarterback we've seen. I imagine in our if lifetime. Belichick had had Rodgers. Yeah. Or, or How many Super Bowls would they well, have won? God, yeah. Don't, don't. <laughs> um, did, did you well, see his um his his fake handoff? Oh, was well, amazing. Well, no, he handed it off. Smooth. Oh no! Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, the fake, fake. Yeah, the and fake. he just sort of walked to the walked side. To the, oh, so smooth. <laughs> oh, so brilliant. But I think this Packers team probably is better than last year because the defense is better. Yeah. That's the reason why it's better than last it's fitter. year. Fitter yeah. than last year, I think. Um, we should say though. The Bears did put 30 points on I Yeah, I mean, I said this about Justin Field in, in the intro. He played really well. The play calling was so much better. Jakeem Grant was incredible. Yeah. Uh, the special teams were, were great. 97-yard punt return. Also, you can add 15 extra yards on that because he ran across the field first. Yeah. That's the first punt return touchdown of the season. Yeah. And Is I, it? The, yeah. Wow. The, the defense was playing really well. You know, Robert Quinn got to Aaron Rodgers a couple of times. I... I think if the Bears had played any other team with that performance, probably would have got a win. Do you know, Justin Fields, in limited uh, showings this season, looks like um, what Kyler Murray was looking like when he started. I think Justin Fields, with the right coach, yep. is 
another Kyler Murray. I really do. He he has the athleticism and the vision to pull off all these sorts of fancy plays that means defences are going to have to play very loose. They're not going to be able to just go man and hope for the best. Uh, I, I, really, I think he needs the coaching. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I really like him. I liked him coming into the draft. Um, I think he's actually played really well. He's the second best rookie players. quarterback this season yeah, by uh, a mile. Yeah, if Mac Jones is at the top, and he must be, even if it's not on him, yeah. Justin Fields is easily in second place because Trevor Lawrence and, and Zach Wilson have done nothing and Trey Lance has literally done nothing because he hasn't played. It's yeah, not even one, fair to include game. him. He's, yeah, not, so he's, not, he's not throwing a ball in six weeks. That's so, what I mean. It's not yeah, fair yeah, to include him can't. in the comparison. Well, I, think, I think both me and Jim said we would take Fields in the draft last yeah. year. Yeah. He, he looked like the player who was likeliest to go on and do great things. Mac Jones, everyone thought, was ready, but we weren't sure how good. If you took him out of the Patriots, how good would he be? Like He throws a, a good ball. Matt Jones, but if, if he's behind a bad offensive line with a bad, with a bad scheme, yeah. I think so, he's in trouble. So yeah. much of success of, of, of any, any rookie, really, but particularly quarterbacks, so much that success is based on where they land. What's the organisation around? Do they have playmakers around them? Do they have play call, good play calling? And are they protected? I'm not sure that the Patriots, for instance, and we shouldn't talk about them too long because they didn't play this week, but they would never have taken a Zach Wilson because he wasn't ready. And I'm not sure they'd have taken a, a Trey Lance because he wasn't ready. They might have taken Justin Fields if he was there. They took Mac Jones because they know that they can basically turn him into a robot and he will follow the rules. And if they'd have drafted Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence would be easily the best rookie quarterback easily. in the league yeah. because it's organisation. Yeah. It's Like I say, it's not fair to say Mac Jones is so far better. He's just better because he's in the right organisation. Yeah, he's fallen to the right place. But... I, I'm really impressed with Justin Fields. The Bears scored 30 points on what we've just said is a much improved Packers defense. And, you know, all right, some of it was special teams play, but he was in the game. And I, I, I think the Bears have their quarterback for the future. They don't have their coach of the future. That's yeah. the problem. I yeah. think we all know that. Yeah, e- even Matt Nagy knows but, that. But this, this it's a bit like, what's his name? Was it Vance Joseph at the Chargers? Yeah. Like, he was doing okay. They were winning, they were eight and eight or whatever, but suddenly they'd got Herbert and the upper management were like, uh, we can't waste this. We have to get this guy coached now. Get it done. Especially on rookie contracts where you're saving yeah. so much money. And, and the Bears will have to place. do the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the match between the Lions and the and the Boncos was marred by the sad passing of a former Boncos receiver, Demarius Thomas, at the age of that 33. That's not an appropriate place to laugh, is it, John? Uh, just like saying Boncos. Um, but yeah, Demarius Thomas died last week. Um, yeah, age of 33. Um, so the former pro bowler... And Super Bowl winning player was honoured during the match with the Broncos taking the first snap with just 10 men on the field uh, and the Lions dec- declining the penalty. Um, it was class. It was, it was yeah. class all around because yeah. it had been discussed in advance. The rest knew it was happening. Dan Campbell was, was all on board with that. It was It was, It was. was a good tribute. Uh, and, you know, it, it's shocking to see somebody yeah. at that age that we have grown up going... Right, where's he going to go in fantasy? Yeah. This guy's oh. going to be, you know, fourth, fifth round in fantasy, which I, is I high had, for I had, receiver. I had both Thomases. Yeah. For the very early... <laughs> the the, the couple of Manning years. Yeah. Before we even started our league, when yeah. I was playing on in a different league, I had I had Demarius Thomas every year I could get him. And I just ran with as many Thomases as I could find. <laughs> and honestly, like, I, I had a love for that guy. You know, I won I won a fantasy league on the back of Demarius Thomas and, and Julius Thomas. It was, they were amazing at that at the Broncos yeah. team. You know, Throw, I mean, throwing Decker at that, at that time, that was probably the best receiving call. Yeah. I mean, obviously it helps having Peyton Manning, but Demarius Thomas, was, he was like, 
He was good with other quarterbacks as yeah, well. He yeah. made Tim Tebow <coughs> look decent. He only actually retired in June. Yeah, I know. Did he in catch June. the Tim Tebow? Yeah, he was the he was the, the yeah. pass to, to beat the Steelers in, in the in the playoffs. But yeah, June. He retired in June. It's like, yeah, I mean, you know, they're saying it's a medical it? issue, you know, which is which is sad. And there's been loads of stuff around all the stuff he did in the community and with you know children's charities and stuff. Yeah. You know, just a genuinely. Great guy, never heard a bad it's a, it's story. It's a number about you know him. he's getting retired. Eighty-eight will be in that yeah, ring yeah. of honor, yeah. Yeah. rightly so. It's 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 a sad past. Yeah. It is, um, and yeah, um, yeah. There was uh, like uh, Chris Harris say, uh, catching the ball and uh, dunking on the on the eighty-eight, 88 on yeah, the floor. Yeah. yeah, it was. You know, it's clearly something that affected the whole team. It's still a big character in that building, hugely. Yeah. And the Broncos have kept on beating bad teams. That's what they've done all season. Yeah, yeah. Like they've true. lost to good teams and beaten the bad teams, but they play a few of the bad know, ones. They're that quite... could be a system that gets them into the playoffs. I don't think anybody well, really like wants seven to... and six. I think yeah, they've they got a seven great and six. They're another yeah. seven and six team. Yeah. They've got the same record as the Bills, which and the Bengals. Yep. I heard on another podcast somebody said if Vic Fangio told upper management he'd have the same same record of the Bills after week thirteen, they'd be like, "That'd be amazing." Well, I'm sure there's <laughs> gonna be a lot to discuss on the Bills. Yeah, especially from uh, a certain Mr. Farrow who Adam tipped to win the Super Bowl. We should point out this game was 38 to 10 in favour of the Broncos. The Lions basically didn't turn up. Uh, it's not after the Lord Mayor's show, wasn't it? We mentioned it. On yeah, they it was going to go one way or the other. Week. They were either going to win again and be on a roll, or they were yeah. just going to get blown out, and that is what happened. Dan Campbell just looked distraught. He just just looked like. I don't know how to motivate these players. Well, I know you said one way or another. I think it was going one way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be, let's be fair. So like, they, they had 22 players yes. out with yeah. either injury, COVID, or the flu. 22 players. That's basically. I'm guessing they the went roster. to. I'm guessing they went to a party last week. Who knows? But you know, even way, like I mean, their leading rusher was Craig Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we go to school with him? <laughs> I thought he was just a. A cameraman on Sky it's, Sports or something. Yes. <laughs> would, you, would you like to pronounce the name of the second Russia? Godwin Igabuki. Well done. I'm, uh, uh, that's a, a pure guess, and I apologise to Godwin if that's incorrect. But yeah, yeah. they were getting receptions off uh, Amrasen Brown, who we now course, know yeah. is, is a decent. Player. Yeah, uh, Josh Reynolds, Brock Wright. Wright. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> and then you know some bloke Kennedy Hodge and Decker who I assume were free blokes they drafted in off the streets. All, all, Taylor, I, all I, I know. To be fair, Taylor Decker is the right tackle. <laughs> <laughs> I think all I and non Lions fans care about is that DeAndre Swift comes back ready for the fantasy playoffs. <laughs> Literally, nobody else cares anything else about them. They've got their win. You know, they're, they're not good. They're fair not play. good. Considering who was thrown to and following our weekly tradition, yeah. I will point out Jared Goff was, was not a problem in this game. No, He's he not the reason no. the Lions were bad. But 24 of 39 to the cast of people we've just yeah. talked about. We he said, might as well have been thrown to us for. We said last week, didn't we? You know, they're not going to be using their draft capitals to go and get a quarterback next year. Goff, Goff's safe for a year, I think. And, I mean, to be fair, like, given everything that we, we've chatted about that's happened this week, I think you I don't think anyone would have been in Denver Broncos because no, no. they, they were playing. The only way, the only way it would, if this soil of emotions had got too much in it, to, yeah. you know. But, but it, I think I think there were Melvin Gordon was excellent. Javante Williams as well. That, that yeah. one-two running attack, best in the league at the moment. I don't know if it's the best, but it's top five. I, in I terms of think, form, I, still, I think Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, like, yeah, the Packers been amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I think what the weeks. Patriots have been churning out from their backfield has been brilliant. I think there's a few, but they're they're in the top five. Yeah. And if you'd have told me Melvin Gordon would be part of a top five Do you know what? system. John, at the start of the season, me and John did some mock drafts, and he said right at the start of the season, Teddy Bridgewater isn't that great. Melvin Gordon, 
Javante um, Williams. Javante Williams are going to both be brilliant this year. Yeah. So to be fair, I don't give John much credit because he doesn't deserve it. But <laughs> <laughs> but with that one, spot That's on. Damning with faint praise. He's what, yeah. what that is. I think Javante Williams is probably a top 10 fantasy pickup next year, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he is. I, I suspect he will be, especially if he stays on this team because yeah. the O-line is doing It's a the job. one good thing about my legacy league. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing about your legacy league, isn't it? The rest of it's terrible. Anyway, nobody needs to discuss that. Uh you know, yeah, other than that, you know, Teddy I mean, did fine, 18 of 25. He's just distributing the ball around, waiting for a hole for the running game. Yep. Yeah. And, and we say it again every week. On the games when he just manages a game and isn't overworked, he's excellent at that. He's Alex Smith-level winning games out of that. I think their, their first few drives, they? They, they ran it 18 times and passed it five times. Does it make you wonder how, how good Teddy could have been if he hadn't got that horrific injury? If he could still run like he first like, did. How good? Because he, yeah. he passes the ball better than Lamar. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so yeah, how yeah. good could he have been if he hadn't had yeah. that horrific he, He's injury? always going to be slightly hampered and slightly limited, but he will also always find himself on a team because he is not the reason you lose. And that is what Alex Smith made a career out of. He was not the reason you lost. He just wasn't the reason you won. And I think that's fine. There's 10 or 12 teams every year who will kill for that because their quarterbacks are awful. I think the Panthers would kill to have him back right now. The Saints. I know that there's going to yeah. be a, a lot yeah. of talk about who's going to be at the Broncos next year. But if they can't get Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, stick there's with, nothing stick wrong with sticking with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, stick with him. <laughs> it's not a major upgrade if it's not one of them two, is yeah, what I'm getting I completely at. agree. No, agree. Um, so are the Chiefs back or are the Raiders... Um, These two statements are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> the Chiefs are back. The Raiders are turd in a bucket. So uh, it was 48-9. Uh, it's also Paul's favourite punk band, I believe. Turd in a bucket. <laughs> Um, heaviest defeat in the Ra- uh, Raiders franchise history. That shocks me, by the way. How is yeah. that the heaviest? Yeah. They have been chuffing crap for a lot of my lifetime. How is that the heaviest defeat? I know. Um, I think teams would just stop putting points on also, it. Also, score Um Yeah, it was. Yep, yep. So, uh, Chiefs scored in the first play of the game, despite the Raiders uh, being on offense. Um, <laughs> it was amazing. It yeah. was, there was nothing good about this team. It was uh, downhill from there. Um, you know how Perry, our resident Raiders fan, often concedes fantasy games on the first <laughs> kick of a first night. Well, he, he did that <laughs> in this game. He texted me and was like, did, well, yeah. that's over for the Raiders then. And I believed him for a change. And he was right because they were terrible. Uh, somewhere in here it says about how they were contending after my statement earlier in the year. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to point out Eddie Eagle Edwards was contending at the Olympics one year and that didn't go well either. So it's all, uh, it's fallen off a cliff. Uh, it's over. He was attending. The Raiders are. Well, attend- they're attending. <laughs> are attending. <laughs> they're definitely there. Uh, but um, yeah, they're not. They are not. They are not contending. <laughs> not, we, um, we did chat about Juju doing that little dance on the on the Bengals uh, yeah. logo. The Raiders had a team talk on the Chiefs logo yeah. to, uh, this week and didn't go well. Did didn't it go down well? There were just things you shouldn't do. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not, optics, isn't yeah. it? It's just. You don't should give, know. Don't give the opposing team more ammo. Don't slag them off in the press because yeah. all the coach has to do is put the newspaper up on the, on the, on the You're team. You're doing board. the coach's job for yeah. you. you know. What we shouldn't Although, ignore from this game is whilst the Chiefs are now in a roll, that's six wins in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Pat Mahomes still isn't Pat Mahomes because 20 of 24 sounds fine, but 258 yards and two touchdowns and sacked three times. That is not what you expect. Now, it may just be that he's regressed slightly to the mean people have figured out how to play him, all these other things. But I still think they've got another two gears to go on offense, and yet they just put 48 points on the Raiders. I, 
Yeah, I completely agree with you. I don't think he had to do much. That's yeah. the that's the thing. Mm. Um and I think it's good that he's got he's got two gears to go at this point just, of the season and they've won six in a row. They were constantly in such good field position. Yeah. But I, I saw a little like gif on, on like Facebook or somewhere earlier where it was like a hunter and they and they put little like chiefs on on a deer when they were like um, <laughs> four and five or whatever or, <laughs> or whatever it was and now you know they've won six games in a row, whatever it was, and they're like, Oh shit, I should have just shot them. <laughs> like and that's the problem, isn't it? They just you know, they didn't take them out when they were there for taking. Yeah. And, um, you know, Raiders are often their bogey team as well. So they, yep. they put that to bed nicely. Yeah. And the defence has turned up. It really it's, it's has. Not, we've been really saying it every week. They've been getting better and better and better. Ever since Sorensen has started playing to the top of his ability, this defence has looked really good. Because at one point he was dropped from the starting lineup, yeah. Daniel Sorensen. He's yeah, been rightly so. Brilliant. He had about two or three yeah. games where he was He was shocking. He, he could yeah. not play the game. They are, they are now the biggest threat to the Patriots being the number one seed out of the AFC as well. The level, aren't yeah, they? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think the Chiefs will, will overhaul. I think they. I don't know how you stop them now. I think there's a lot of better teams than them in the NFC. But in the AFC, if they're playing at this level and they're Kel- still moving Kelsey's forward. has been quiet the last three or four weeks, though. Yep. He has uh, been quiet. Three receptions, 27 yards, yeah. Yeah. It, it, you, you can't do it every week, I get. <laughs> no. they, you know, that would be interesting to see how they get him back involved because Tyreek Hill turned up this week. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Edwards Hilaire's done well since he came back from injury That's as well, right. actually. Just yeah. Yeah. 10 carries, 37 yards with two touchdowns. Yeah. And, and, and randomly, I watched the, this game partly uh, with my stepdad, who has, knows nothing about this game. But he was impressed by how a man as small as Clyde Edwards Hilaire could score. And then rightly pointed out that, oh yeah, if those massive guys in front just block a hole, he just slides sideways through. And he does every time. He turns through. I think it's not good for longevity of a career to be that small as a running back. But it's working because the O-line suddenly is able to build these holes for him. And he's, he was there. Because once he'd been back four or five games, you know, yeah. it does yeah. coincide with that offence just yeah, functioning yeah. better, doesn't it? I, I still he's, don't he's think... Not, I, he's not stellar. No, but I don't think they have a franchise running back on their squad. He's not elite. But know? he's way but, better than Derek oh. Gore. Right? <laughs> I said he's not elite <laughs> yet. Um, but, I mean, we'll come to talk about it. You need balance on offence. Should we uh, talk about the fact that Josh Gordon scored a touchdown for the first time in two years? One yard uh, receiving touchdown. I'm not sure we should give him any air. Time. No, no. It'll but just be filled like I said with to John, marijuana smoke. Like I said to John, imagine if you're like looking at your bench and you're like, we need someone to stick on in the red zone. Oh yeah, that fella who used to be absolutely elite and busting it out for everybody. Get just chuck him on. Like you forgot he was there. He's done nothing yeah. all season, but Huge. that'll do. Well, and you know he's the sort of player that in the playoffs they're just going to chuck him out there and he's going to score. It's like. Okay. <laughs> They've got a huge game on, on Thursday night against the Chargers, isn't it? Which I think pretty much just decides the division. I mean, it's it's a I huge game. If, if but Chiefs win, then I think that's done and dusted for the AFC West. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot as well can depend on um, how Eckler comes up comes up in a, a short week. Because if the Chargers don't have a uh, a running game, I think the Chiefs' defense can just smother. And but yeah, we'll see. Anyway, let's take a break and we'll come back with the rest of the games uh, in a moment. <laughs> so uh, welcome back. So we'll. Uh, start with the Chargers, um, who uh, cruise to a 37-21 win. That's uh, not why I wrote. I know. No, don't you love the way, right? He takes your script that you've written lovingly, and then he tries to change it around to it, and, and then just stumbles over yeah. the words. <laughs> Read it how it is, John. Read it how it is. He did it on purpose because he didn't want to highlight the Giants' loss. <laughs> <laughs> Read it how it is, John. The Giants cruise to a 37-21 loss. Yeah. But, but yeah. Uh, they, they did cruise. He basically spun it Let's, to sound like he wanted it to sound. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's That's talk fine. about let, let's talk about well, the Giants, Josh. Let's talk about the Giants because well, you yeah. were there. You and I watched some of this game. Yeah. Let's talk about what we said about the Giants. They're shit. They they are. So shit. There were good. There's a there's a decent core of player marred by the fact that the first choice quarterback is is rubbish, and then the second choice quarterback is a, a very different type of quarterback. Yeah. Who's also rubbish, um, and. I mean, Glennon is a middling... He's a middle-of-the-road backup who's yeah. only won six games in a career of 30 starts. Exactly. Uh, which tells you all you need to know. He actually threw the ball quite well, we we said. And it helps that he's throwing to talented players. Saquon Barkley looks good in fits and starts. We've said that all season when he's been fit. I have no idea about Joe Judge. I couldn't tell you whether he's any good or not. We don't know. I really don't know. I think this Giants team... You know, and I, I've talked about it a couple of times. I think sometimes people big up the wide receiving core a little bit better than they should. Who's got a, a Giants wide receiver on their, their fantasy team? No, because of the quarterback. Nobody. And no. you can say because of the quarterback, but, you know. But on still, any other team, yeah. I would have them. I, I mean, apart from Saquon, there is nobody from that offense that you would be confident in. I'm sorry. True. I think the defense is, is, is good and is improving. And it reminds me a bit of where Washington were a couple of years ago, where you, you could see green shoots in the defense but you couldn't see a lot else. And I think that's where the Giants are. And it's not good. It's not been good for a while. And, you know, I know they've got some draft capital coming up, which, you know, they need to use wisely, you know, another two years down the road. And they could they could be better. But if you drop a Russell Wilson into that team, does it become a playoff team? Yes. Yeah. Because of the division. Only because it's in a terrible division. Yeah. And, and, and that is the only reason. But still, it's a, it would be a massive improvement. And, and I think because there's seven teams that get in, you know, you could say that for a lot of teams now. I don't think it makes the Giants suddenly yeah, a good team. No, but it, I think it it, it it makes them a, a much better. I think a much better team than what they are. I Agreed. think I think there are a lot of parts on, on that team that are good. I think mm. yeah, I think the defensive line is good. I think the offensive line is improving. I really like their defensive backfield. I'd give anything to have those four players in, in San Francisco. Um, and yeah, the, I don't think I think you're right. I, I don't think the wide receivers are brilliant, but there are teams with worse wide receiver cores. Yeah, the Jags. Yeah, well, the Patriots, Jets. You talk about teams that are already yeah. worse than the Giants. <coughs> yeah, so. but so, but I'm just saying, like Panthers. I don't think there are Panthers are better than us. Um, and I rather have. You I'd know, rather I'd have DJ be- more than any of your wide receivers. Oh, I, I don't think know about that. I think you're overregging DJ Moore as so anything other than an average. I think DJ Moore gets really under is really underrated. I think DJ like, Moore's had a really good season. Yeah. I think he's had a good season. Always has a good season with pretty poor quarterback play. But without looking at the two seasons before the year started, I'd have taken Kenny Holiday. Yes. Yeah. But I w- on talent alone, but again, he d- he never performs for a whole season. No, that's very true. Well, there's a reason for that because he's not, he's injured, and this year. The guy in the centre isn't throwing to him because he's shit. We we give we're spending far too much time having the same argument you know, every week about do you the know Giants. What, what this makes me it, think of it reminds me of how we talk about the Lions. No one gives a shit. They're That's a trap true. team. Can we, talk? Well, we, we can move on from the Giants. I think it's because we've got we've, Giants fans, so yeah. we always bring we always talk it through, don't we? Let's and, talk about know. quickly. It'll come up later, I know, uh, at some point. But DeAndre Hopkins made ten different terrible quarterbacks on the Texans look really really good. True. And that's the difference between a great receiver and a bunch of good receivers is yeah. none of these players can elevate yeah. 
uh, Glennon or Jones. It, that's not going to happen. They're not there. Whereas Nuke was elevating TJ Yates and Brian Hoyer. Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler. The other fellow that got sacked after he didn't get on the plane, uh, Mallet. Ryan, Ryan Mallet. Mallet. Like, it, it, that's the difference. So, yes, none of those wide receivers are that good, but they're good. But there's a reason Hopkins earns $25 million. As he, as he isn't because he is in the top, top 5% of the league. Yeah. You know, a, a, you know, you don't get many Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson's, you know. Yeah, look, Golladay, you know, when you look at his career stats, has the potential or had the potential to go on and be a great wide receiver. Then he got injured, didn't he? So he had 2,000 yard seasons in a row. Mm-hmm. And he got 11 touchdowns in the second of those. He then got injured and had 300 yards. And this year, so far, he's got 400 yards. You can't judge the the last years in in Detroit as well because it wasn't Stafford throwing at him. It was was David Blount. My point point is, he has potential if he can be fit. But if he can be fit and he has a bloke throwing to him, and he, he doesn't have that. Speaking of blokes that can throw, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about... 60-yard bomb to, to Jalen Guyton, oh, which was probably one of the best touchdown passes I've ever seen. It was incredible. It was really, amazing. Really was a stunning pass. We, I've said it in other weeks. We are going to be treated over the next few years to watching Burrow, Herbert, Kyler. Mahomes. Mahomes. Uh, you can Trey Lance. Mm. Lawrence. Lawrence, yeah, if, Lawrence. If he gets a Lawrence on a different team. Yeah. Uh, or a different coach. We're probably going to be astounded by Mac Jones, even if it's not the same, because he's just going to win because of the team he's on. Like, there's going to be eight or ten of these quarterbacks, and it's we were treated a few years ago when we had the Mannings, even if one of them was Eli Brady, uh, Big Ben, Philip Rivers, Rivers. Uh, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. You had all these Matt players. Ryan. Yeah, there, there was like a Alex generation Smith. of really, Palmer. Yeah, Alex Palmer. Smith. Alex, Alex Smith, Smith was, won a lot of games. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so you, uh, Tony Romo is the other one I was thinking of. You had 10 or 12, and then the rest of the league revolved around. Well, you're going to get the same with this group, and the rest of the league is going to shuffle around and shuffle around. And we, we should just be embracing this because Herbert, yes, he has the odd, ridiculous, bad He's still throw, young. But, oh my word, some of the stuff he can do is incredible. And what, what he can do just makes him stand apart from other course, a lot of other quarterbacks his age. Like It wasn't just a drop back in the pocket and launch it. He had to move away from a defender, reset himself, and then just launch. I think it, I think it went 63 yards yeah. or something like that. I think it's the second longest touchdown throw uh, this year. Under pressure as well, because he yeah. got hit his, as it went. His arm is ridiculous. It's, it's it incredible. It's phenomenal. Like, e- can, even when he has bad games, he had bad games against, like, he had a bad game against the Ravens. And the Ravens' defence, when they want to, are a great defence mm. when they have players. They had yeah. players back then. I think, yeah, I mean, we. Yeah, I think Griff's got it right. I think we're going to be treated for the next few years. I mean, this is the, these are the next dynasty of players, isn't it? Yes. This is the, you know... Um, it's exciting. By the way, we left Aaron Rodgers off that list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Aaron. I know you, I, we know you're listening. But yeah, um, so... Uh, Still though, the, the Chargers are eight and five, right? Yeah. And we, we've said it already, they're going to be in a shootout with the Chiefs for winning that division now. Uh, yeah. They're a game behind, aren't they? Yeah, they're a game behind. The Broncos are another game behind and yeah. then the Raiders we know now are not contenders. Just make pencil, pencil <laughs> out. But... But the, the only thing left for me to see is beat the Chiefs. 
beat a really good yeah, they team. They have beaten them yeah, once yeah, this yeah. year. They, yeah, yeah, but I mean consistently beat yeah. the top three or four teams because the Chargers do have a habit of charging it up. Yes, still. They're, still. they're inconsistent, aren't they? That's the thing. They've got a young quarterback who will be inconsistent. They've got a new head coach who may make some naive decisions at times. You know, he's he's got a fresh way of playing with that team. You know, yeah. they, they seem much more offensive. And, you know, Keenan Allen just looks amazing every year and every week. Um, he wasn't there this week. But that's be, what I mean. Yeah. But they've even got other players involved, haven't they? But yeah. they just, they look they look a very solid team, both sides of the ball, don't they? Even if yeah. they're missing players, they're in games. They don't get blown out very often, that Chargers team. And a bit of a theme to start off with in terms of certain players not winning certain awards. Sean Slater has been awesome at left tackle and he won't win Offensive Rookie of the Year because no one... On offensive line I mixed up my Bosa's when I was talking to you the other day, but did, Nick, yeah. Nick Bosa doing his uh, no, no, Joey, Joey Bosa. <laughs> you did it again. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> again, very tired. But the, but the teabag dance, which the refs can't flag because they don't know what it is, is one of the best celebrations. He just like walked away from the refs and then did a teabagging dance and even did the laying down prone teabagging dance. And he can't get flagged for taunting because they don't know what it is. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, <laughs> if he does it over a player... That he's just laid out. That would be not sure you he'll get. Away I mean, with it, no, yeah. no, you'd definitely get flagged. But my word, what a celebration! <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, yeah. Keenan Allen could be back. He is back. He's been yeah, activated. He be. He's been activated yeah, yeah. about okay. half an hour ago. Oh, there you go. Well, there you go. He's uh, he'll be back for the Chiefs game, which could be useful. So uh, the battle at the top of the NFC East continued in Washington, where the Cowboys withheld a comeback by the football team to prevail 27-20. The Cowboys gave up a 12-point lead in the fourth quarter, despite Taylor Heineke going off injured. Uh, This is a good Cowboys team on paper, and they should win the NFC East, but how confident are we about their chances of going on in the playoffs? Not confident. I'm just not. I'm I not know their record Mike is McCarthy. good, and I know all their players are are, are good. Um, they're the opposite to the Chiefs. They're rounding out of form. Yeah, I just think they're inconsistent. Like Dak hasn't Dak hasn't been the same since he's come back from the injury he had a couple of weeks back. Is he is he weighed down by his massive wallet now? <laughs> I don't know what's weighing him down, but it's not the so twenty two of thirty nine. Whilst not amazing, is is okay. But it's, he's not going downfield. He's got three of the best receivers in the league, and he's not looking downfield. Based on, on how Washington played in this game, the Cowboys should have absolutely wiped the floor with mm. them because they weren't good on defence, they weren't good on offence, and the Cowboys have got such a better team than them. Like, they could have put 50 or 60 points up. and I, I do think didn't. one of Dak's favourite weapons this season has been Tony Pollard, the sort of five to ten yard dump off and then watch Tony Pollard go. And it was notable that he wasn't there and it wasn't the same. Zeke doesn't look anywhere near as explosive as Pollard. He just doesn't. And I think once Pollard is out and there's no sort of no one to share that role with, then Dak then gets a bit exposed because he is a bit more limited than he has been the last couple of years. Well, not last year. It was very limited last year, but the year before <laughs> when, when actually he was playing very well. So he's not at his peak Dakness, if you like. And then the backfield isn't at its best. So even if the wide receivers are open, he's not picking them out. I don't. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a, an expert, but like what t- I know, despite what my, my CV claims, um, uh, timing is like Dak's timing just seems for the last few weeks has just seemed really off. Like 
him and like Zeke isn't explosive, but Dak and Zeke used to be a, a great combo. And they just, they seem like they... Both, both of them are off. They seem like, yeah, they, they, they've only met two days ago. Do you want to know how much, I mean, the way the way Zeke's contract's looking is, is, is sorry, the way Zeke's contract is organised is pretty random. He's he's going to be a cap hit of 6.8 million this year. I'll take a guess what his cap hit is next year. 14 million. 18.2 million. Ooh, wow. Had to be to make the average. It had to be pretty high. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I think... There was, you know, we see loads of games with garbage time points. Yeah. yeah, we do have to remember that. Yeah, they could just take the foot off the gas in this game, and they won. Yeah, and they're nine and four. This wasn't though. This wasn't garbage time points. This re- really wasn't. It was a proper comeback from nowhere with like, Carl Allen. W- with Carl Allen, who only actually completed four passes, but for but, but fifty-three yards, that's not on Zeke or Dak. No, 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 it? it's, it's not, not. But they you know, didn't. They couldn't respond. And and I, all I would say as well is Amari Cooper looked really good. Yeah, he did. He, he, yeah, he looked yeah. really good. All the receivers. You know? So Gallup's so, been really good for the last few weeks again, which really elevates that core. But they couldn't respond once the the football team started to score points. The Cowboys went to sleep, but they won. They did. You know, and and uh, you know that's just me being devil's advocate. You know, they they won, um, and yeah, it became a one score game. We see that loads of times. I think it's the NFC top five teams, top six teams is, is very difficult, you know, they, and, and they, are they as good as those? You know, we talked a bit about it earlier, you know, potentially there, there's some better teams in the NFC, you know, would I, I haven't picked the Cowboys to get to the Super Bowl this year. I don't think they will get to the Super Bowl, but if all their players turn up and are fit at the end of the season, then they have got a chance. Cardinals, Rams, Packers and Bucks are all better than the Cowboys right now. That is correct. Yes. If you play like that in the playoffs, you get decimated. I think you're right. Yeah, it's, this isn't because I mean, this isn't even a good Washington team. You know, it's, it's you don't need to play playoff football the, against Washington. The thing is, the Cowboys' defense has been mostly very good, but when it's been bad this season, it's been bad. And a couple of the plays that Washington got out of nowhere to Sims, so he had three receptions, but for sixty nine yards, catch. what a catch though! It was Wasn't a great a catch. catch and a great touchdown. His elbow came down inbounds before he went out of bounds, and you were wrong. You get your eyesight, eyesight checked, old man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for the, the font size on this. Are you, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, um, I did tell him we'd be fine with our younger eyes before you got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another game, another near comeback. Uh, the Josh Allen led Bills came from twenty four three down at halftime uh, uh, to 27-27, only to lose to a Tom Brady touchdown pass to journeyman wide receiver Brashard Perryman. His only reception in the whole game, Brashard Perryman. It's probably his only reception all year, isn't it? (laughs) Both quarterbacks uh, displayed their prowess to run the ball, um, but unfortunately for the Bills, that's all they have in the running game, where the Bucks have Fournette playing at... Was it um, 1974 the last time a team didn't hand off in the first half to a running back? It's ridiculous. Yeah. We, we said it last <laughs> week, didn't we? We said it all season. And we, we even said it earlier today exposed. with the Chiefs. You've got to have balance in the offense. And yeah. At it, least, I think the, the biggest difference the Bills made, that there were some designed runs for Josh <laughs> Allen. And I think that helped create some... Um, he had 109 yards. Yeah. I don't think you want him running for 109 really yards. Because he is your offense. And if he gets injured... You're in trouble. Yeah. Your backup is Mitch Trubisky. It's not going to be the same. John, now yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to start arguing with you. 
fight. <laughs> look like you were. No, actually, I'm not. I, 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 I do try and wind him up sometimes. Stop mouthing the c word at him. What's going on? <laughs> but obviously, there was a couple of people I think that picked the bills for I, the Super Bowl. Well, I, I know I, you I, did. I, I went I for winning. I, I, I think I did as well. And, and I suppose what, what I'd want to know is. What are you disappointed about from this Bills team that you thought you saw at the start of the season that you're not seeing? Because, obviously, the Patriots have been better than we thought they would be, but that doesn't explain why the Bills have not got to the heights you thought they would. I, I thought I thought Devin Singletree had the potential to... You know, he's not going to be a league-leading running back, but I thought he could ease the pressure on Josh Allen and... Um, it's just not happened at all. I mean, he's non-existent, effectively, as a player. I thought they'd have enough in the run game for it to be serviceable, yeah. I think is probably the word I'm looking for. And it just hasn't been. And I think that... I think Josh Allen is fanta- a fantastic player. Um, but I th- he can't yeah. do it all. I think he's been let down by yeah. the other players around him. Um, for me, I, I think that... I agree with the running back situation is causing pressure, but Josh Allen has also thrown badly timed interceptions this season. And that he's got 28 touchdowns, which is great. He's got 11 interceptions. But I don't... Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. You can't, we can't deny that. But I think that's because he's ha- been having to yeah, throw yeah. the ball so like 54 times in this game. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I was going to ask, because it's interesting listening to all those things. And I, and I wonder if it's just pressure. Because Could be. that, that team have gone from no expectations to a lot of people calling for them to win the Super Bowl. But whilst I think that's true, do you not think it's... I think it's expectation on Sean McDermott rather than the players. Well, I think McDermott doesn't handle it well. I don't know. when well, the, the whole franchise isn't handling it well, yeah. quite clearly. And, and I think, are they just trying to put too much pressure on themselves? Is it that the running game is putting too much pressure on the likes of Diggs and Sanders? Because, you know, they that looks like... A, and Colt Beasley... That, Looks like a great receiver core, but they're not. They're not exactly pulling up trees this no, year, are not. they? No, no. Their offense hasn't put up, you know, huge numbers a lot of the time, and you know, it's it's just an interesting one for me. I'm not even like I say, I wasn't even trying to start an argument. I thought it's actually quite an interesting thing because every but they've not had a lot of injuries. Everyone's been really hot on them since the start of the yeah. season. Just not. And they are way back. Yeah, they also they, they lack consistency. I mean, even in this game, they scored. Three points in the first half and then 20 points in the second half. And okay, I know the, the Bucks did something similar, but it's been like week to week. You've never felt conf- like apart from when they first started out, once they, they lost to oh, they lost to the Steelers in the first and you kind of that was all right, first game. But every week it's like uh, I'm not sure. I like the loss to the Jacks. Yeah. The thing I think at that point you've got to say there's something fundamentally lo- it wrong. It wasn't there. just the fact they lost; they lost while scoring six points. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, if they had lost and it had been like a thirty to twenty-seven like this or whatever, you'd say, "Oh, well, bad day." But that's a really that's a tragically bad. It's day. On, on their best day, the Bills are still. Yeah, they are. They are still. I, I said to John, and I know this is one of these things that comes back to haunt you later. But I said, if if I've got to pick a team this week to support while the Pats are not playing, I'm picking the Bucks because if they beat the Bills, the Patriots will win the division. We're now two games up, yeah. yeah. I think and we're playing them again, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. all right, I actually think the Colts next week for us is a tougher test than the Bills, yeah. Right I now. probably I think agree. So, yeah. and, 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 I think and I never at the start of the season yeah. thought I'd be saying that. Just, I know we're going to do power rankings, but are the Colts above the Bills now, John? I'd them there or thereabouts the same, I think. They are almost uh, 
touching distance. Oh. Uh, so yeah, well, I think that I'll look at mine. And let's not far uh, apart, anyway. Let's talk about yeah. King Tom before we move on briefly. Yeah, briefly, thirty-one of forty-six, three hundred sixty-three yards, two touchdowns, no picks. That's fine. But it's the 16 rushing yards on seven carries. For a really, touchdown. That, yeah, for a t- that really pissed off Bruce Arians. When he, yeah, when he, made he won't the, be doing that again. No, <laughs> it's funny. He, he looked really quick at one point. There was yeah, one run, I, not the touchdown run. The, no, earlier when he picked up 11 yeah. yards yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But do you not think it's because defensive players just think, oh, we, we don't, we don't have to hit him. Yeah, yeah they, and they don't, they don't go after him. And Arians yeah. was like, that's enough of that shit. Don't do that, basically. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was t- not I'll tell you what, for all you Brady haters out there, and I am one of those, best thing I've ever done to enjoy something of Tom Brady is to put him in my fantasy yeah. team <laughs> but because not, at least it makes me happy not in think some so, way, some this, small way. This game summed up what one of the things that makes Tom Brady, which is he can take motivation from anything. And he looked at this and went, oh yeah, I hate the Bills. <laughs> it means nothing. They're not in, even in the same conference anymore. And he went, oh yeah, I hate them. <laughs> I own them like Rogers owned the Bears. <laughs> he has two of the longest win streaks in history <laughs> and they're both against the Bills. <laughs> It's madness. Just, it's insane. Yeah, now the, um, a Gronk, by the way, looks excellent again. Five receptions, 62 yards. He just looks absolutely play unbeatable. Playoff ready. Yeah, playoff play ready. ready. Yeah. He's just a monster. He can't run. He's so matter. slow. But it doesn't matter. He just beats people in the yeah, air. He and blocks well as yeah. well. Yeah, he does. And, yeah, coming back from the injury means he's nice and fresh. Um, it's um, no George Kill. Yeah. Although, um, for the Bills... Uh, not uh, Knox being back, you know. Yeah, it, Dawson it, Knox is it, a good player for I, them. Is, it does seem to be there's a correlation between the Bills drop off and Dawson Knox going uh, off on injured. But uh, hopefully, for my fantasy team, at least uh, some uh, some points coming for that late in the year. So um, the Falcons overcame the Panthers twenty nine to twenty one. Have we reached the dross end of the? Do you know what? The funniest thing about this is, in his last eleven starts for the Panthers across two stints, he is now zero and eleven. Yeah, zero and eleven. Yeah, because he didn't sack him. He didn't start the one game they won, did he? Why 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 are people still paying this bloke money? What what's wrong with people? I think it was worth a gamble. Was it? Really? Yeah. There I, must I think it was. What, versus Trubisky or someone? There must well, be no, no. someone Sorry. else. When they brought in Cam Newton, Trubisky wasn't on the market. So I think it was worth a gamble at that point. But now it's just like, well, the problem he's isn't, done. The problem a, isn't Cam Newton. The problem is they picked Darnold and it didn't work. Yeah. Now they're just scrabbling around to find something to keep him relevant. Cam and it hasn't worked. Cam Newton no, is no, not good. Agreed. He, he cannot pass anymore. He is a runner still, but he cannot pass no, anymore. He's His accuracy is awful. Matt. And he's so slow to pick a receiver, and then he locks onto him. He looks like a rookie. That is what he looks like. He looks like a rookie. It's not working. He won't be there next year. But I don't know what they're going to do. I'm not convinced Matt Rule is there next year. I was about year. to say, like, I mean, Matt Rule. This is his second second year of a six year contract. But David Tepper doesn't care. Money is nothing to him. He will just bin him off. I, I appreciate, it, but Tepper also comes from like that. Yeah, he at one point owned part of the, part of the Steelers, and this, we mentioned it before. The Steelers don't sack their coaches. Matt Rule, this year it's been a downward trend. But he started off so well last year, but they haven't gone anywhere. They, yeah, they haven't progressed. They've regressed in two years. They've yeah. sacked Joe Brady, who was being touted as another great coaching prospect. He was one of the favorites to get a head coaching yep. job. Things at the end look of a bit year. out of hand. And whilst you're right, it comes from the background of we don't sack our coaches, that is built on success. The Steelers have got away with that because they're successful. Yeah. Yep. The Panthers are not successful. They aren't. They're, they're not. 
they're a, a middling franchise. Yeah, really. One year. Yeah, most, yeah. most annoying thing about this is it's the only game I got wrong in our predictor league. <laughs> I nearly got a perfect week. That's that's all that's all that matters. Um Patson is always the thing that makes the Falcons tick. He did fine again. Um somebody said to me, Did I hear one of you mention Calvin uh, Ridley earlier? Is he sure coming back? He's back no. no, he's not. Okay, fine, because they that's what basically that's what they're missing. They need his his threat on the field. And then they you know, they're six and seven. They are they're in the well with. Are they? Are they the seventh seed at the moment? Yeah, I think they are. I think. I think they're. The, yeah, like they're. They're this basically tussling. The, the last playoff place in the NFC is going to be a bad team. Oh, it's going to be an awful team. It's, it's going to be yeah. a bad team. Falcons running isn't terrible. Even though it's 49ers, Lions, No, no, they're not. They're not in the playoffs. Saints. Are they not? No, it's the it's the football team still. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's going to be a well, bad That's team. a better team. But, uh, They've got the same record, haven't at they? At six and seven in the NFC are the football team, the Vikings, the Eagles, the Falcons, and the Saints. Yeah. All on the same records. Yeah. So it, it's there or thereabouts. And the Panthers are another game further back, but the, their season's washed. It's done. So uh, another NFC South team, uh, another series of uh, question marks about the quarterback position as Taysom Hill led the Saints to a 30-9 to win over the hapless Jets. Both quarterbacks were distinctly average uh, with the quality uh, at receiver lacking uh, some je ne sais quoi. The high point for the Saints will be the return of Alvin Kamara to the starting lineup just in time uh, for the fantasy playoffs, which realistically is the only hope of Kamara getting some game time in the postseason. The quarterbacks, both, the both quarterbacks were disappointing, yeah. but, but here's the difference. Taysom Hill, 15 of 21. Zach Wilson... 19 of 42. What yeah. are they doing? How is no Michael Carter. I, know, I, I don't care. 19 of 42. I know. It, all this does is lend more weight to the fact that Zach it's Wilson should have been sat for the year behind Flacco. It is kind of... Kind Flacco of, wasn't even there at the no, start no, of the no, year. No, no, but, but whoever, <laughs> whoever. It is kind of a miracle that he didn't throw an interception. Yeah. He's, I mean, he didn't throw a touchdown oh, no, either. Yeah, but... He very rarely doesn't throw an interception. Yeah, exactly. But 19 of That's 42. That's literally the only positive I can make from that. I feel you like John could put that up with his little arms. 19 of 42. That's the sort of stats I'd expect out of you. Like, look at the receiving the receivers he's throwing to. Braxton Berrios, Ty Johnson, DJ Montgomery. I don't even know who that is. Ryan, Ryan Griffin. Griffin. Keenan Cole. Uh, yeah. Remember him? He was good once. Jameson Crowder. He was good once Crowder. as well. Crowder. Hello, Paul. <laughs> Paul's not listening at this point. Vincent Smith, <laughs> which... They've somehow spelt Vincent wrong. And Denzel Mims? It's got Denzel Mims. Oh, yeah. I, think, I assume it's Denzel Mims. Yeah, yeah. one yeah, target yeah. for no no receptions. I think I went big on him in a... <laughs> no one should ever go big on Denzel Mims. No one should ever go big on a Jets wide receiver. Well, because I, I didn't go into the... Uh, I'm feeling like I'm going to the Vikings to replace Stefan Diggs. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, that's enough. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I'm I'm just... I'm, I don't even know what to make of the Saints. I don't think this sparked any sort of comeback. They were just playing the Jets, basically. Just like they, yeah, they, were, they were playing the Jets. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. see move anything. On, move on. You've got Alvin yeah. Kamara back. It makes you competitive every week. But the only reason they won is because they were playing the Jets. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the Seahawks beat the the Texans because uh, everyone except the Jags and the Texans uh, and the Titans even beat the Texans thirty three thirteen. The final score. Yeah, in a game which was probably more one-sided than even the scoreline suggests. The Texans are back to Davis Mills. D- who actually started, what, 14 for 14 or 15 yeah. for 15? He was fine. 33 of 49. Now, if Zach Wilson was putting up that sort of numbers, I'd be saying, yeah, fair enough. 
But he's not. And you can't tell me Davis Mills is thrown to no. better players. But 49, again, 49 attempts. 49 attempts is, is insane. But again, they don't have a running game. But, yeah. but Davis Mills, to me, we shouldn't forget, is a rookie, has way outperformed Zach Wilson this season. I think when you, when you think about the drafts and you think about the quarterbacks coming into the draft or, or lack of them, stick with Davis Mills and go defence. I, I have no problem with that decision. If that's what they do, I, don't th- I think you can win games with Davis Mills. I, I don't think... You know, he's not terrible. He's way outperformed a couple of the rookies. He's, I don't know he's, what his stats I are compared he, to Trevor Lawrence, but I, I think bet it's not that much different. I bet it's not either. I think he's earned a chance for a second year. I think Trevor Lawrence's stats, if you're going on stats alone rather than actually watching any film, probably not great. No, no, no. They're probably not great, no. <laughs> Even worse after this week. Um, Rashad Penny actually had a game for, for the Seahawks four years after getting drafted in the first round. Yep. Is, that, is it four years? years? Yeah. yeah. I think he's in his fourth year now. Um, yeah, two wins of the bounce for the Seahawks. Um, although, yeah, everyone's seemingly got an opinion about Russell Wilson's future. Um, and Tyler Lockett had a game, but of course, it was against the Texans, so it doesn't count. Um, he's like, still, he's still he had four thousand yard seasons in a row, or something now. Yeah, he's 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 class. Yeah. He is quality. And yeah, although, yeah, DK Metcalf still seems. A little distracted. Um, so, uh, finally, the Jags uh, lost to the Titans because... Trevor Lawrence threw Urban four Meyer. interceptions. Yeah, so it was 20-0 against a team, the Titans, who are still decimated. There's, um, there's so much to talk about in this game. Before we get into it, D- Davis Mills, eight touchdowns, eight interceptions in six or seven starts. I think actually work it out properly, but... Trevor Lawrence, nine touchdowns, hasn't thrown two touchdowns in a game since week one, and 14 interceptions. Davis Mills is outplaying him. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. My it's not Trevor outplaying him. <laughs> I'm Can not we... saying it's Trevor Lawrence's fault, but it's true. Uh, well, yeah, you can't, you can't argue stats, but I would say David Cully is outcoaching Urban Meyer. Well, that's not well, hard. We're outcoaching Urban Meyer. The guy is a joke. Uh, Chad Khan has said, um, I won't be hasty. Well, he's wrong. He should be hasty. Urban Meyer should be fired today. He should have been fired... Five weeks ago, oh, when he was, had that girl. Some, someone asked him a question, didn't they, about um, a player, a player uh, on defense? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's been yeah. getting a bit more time. He didn't play a single snap. <laughs> he didn't play a single snap. <laughs> it seems he has no like, idea. I do. Feel, I mean, I think the media are out to like trip him over, but he's so easy to trip over. Yeah. He does himself no favors, both apparently on the coaching field, in the meeting rooms, or, or on game time. I think he's petulant. Like Mike Vrabel worked with him for two years at Ohio State, and. The, sh- the handshake at the end of the game. He never looked at Mike Vrabel. Apparently, Mike Vrabel pinned him up against a wall when they were working together. He's a big lad as well, isn't he? Yeah. He, he, never, he never even acknowledged him. He just shook his hand and kept walking. He never yeah. stopped. He never broke stride. Right. It's disrespectful. Like, you've been beaten and beaten badly. Just take it on the chin. You, you should be used to it by now. You've been coaching them all season. Just, I don't see how the Jags can we, possibly we keep him. all saw the thing. I don't know whether Gary saw because I wasn't talking to him about it, but we saw the article about Marvin Jones who basically stormed out of practice a couple of weeks ago, was in his car and had to be talked to go back into the facility. Marvin Jones has a reputation in the league of being one of those proper ultimate professionals, turns up early, works all day, happy to work with the rookies to help them, stays late, does all the film study, goes above and beyond. He has been a brilliant wide receiver too in this league on some terrible teams, admittedly, but he's been a red zone threat for seven or eight years now for the Bengals, the Lions and the Jags, and he can't stand the guy. That tells you there's a problem. I know, and I know we we bang on about it, but you've got a rookie quarterback. He's thrown three interceptions, and I know you're twenty nil down, but run the ball. 
Like, well, so James Robinson, Robinson, six attempts for four yards. He was on. He was on sixty-one percent of the snaps. James Robinson. Yeah, and they didn't. They didn't they call his number six times. I thought he wanted to run for two hundred yards and uh, and throw for two hundred yards, or you know, and then special teams for two hundred yards, or whatever his master plan was. But I think I get all that. But Lawrence is not doing himself any favors no. with some of the balls he's throwing. When he, the balls, they look beautiful when he throws it. So much pace on but the to things. the wrong team. Unbelievable. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, yeah. I, I they look know. amazing. Like, is he colour blind? I don't like, know. I, I really, some of it is on the player. You can't. No, I don't I, think anything is. I was. Of course, really, it is. I really don't. No, no. no come on. He's still. He still I, I, goes. I agree, he, Jim. I'm, he still I'm goes afraid through I'm, his progression. I'm not convinced. Doesn't he? He can still throw it away. He doesn't have to throw it to the other he, team. He every wants to play hero ball because he's used to winning. Yeah. And he needs to get out of that mindset and throw two interceptions in this game and then look after the ball. Right, so isn't that a job of the coach then to sit down yes. a rookie quarterback and absolutely. go, stop fucking doing that. Yes, absolutely. We're going to run the ball. But you but also then, have to look after yourself a bit too. Exactly. He and still it, has to go through his progressions, does he, and decide. He, he'll he have more than one option when he's at you know at centre. He won't just be told, you must throw it there. No matter what happens, when, throw it there. When you're like, dividing blame a, up, it's it's 80-20 on Urban Meyer. Yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, no one's saying it's not. But Trevor Lawrence, right now, is closer to Jamarcus Russell than he is to Andrew Luck, which he, is he what you were telling me he was going to be. He did come in hyped. As, <laughs> like, the, yeah, he did. And I know he's on the Jags, but he still came in hyped as literally the best quarterback that's ever been born. Well, no. Pretty but, much. Well, he came I, in I, as, a, as, a, as a generational talent, one of the best quarterbacks in the last 10 years. It's, I, feel, I feel for him because he gets, keeps getting his stats compared to Peyton. Yeah. Of Peyton's, yeah. But yeah. it's only because I kept hearing he's the best quarterback since yeah. Peyton Manning. Yeah. And so... We said it before, Peyton, 28 interceptions, but he threw 26 touchdowns that season. It's what, uh, yeah, I mean, Trevor Lawrence it, it just, just doesn't, he doesn't look like he could throw it, he doesn't look like he'd buy a touchdown right now. I think we've bullied Jim off this one a little uh, bit. But <laughs> no, no, Jim, no, Jim was right because Jim watches more college than the rest of us does. And in college, yeah. he was absolutely brilliant. Phenomenal. He, his timing was perfect. He never got flustered. He's on a terrible team, which doesn't help. But as a generational talent, you have to be able to acknowledge that in yourself and say, right, I'm just going to take the sack. I'm not going to try and throw it randomly down the field and hope one of my team gets it. And he's yeah. not learnt that. He's got to start controlling what he can control. Yeah. And, and he can throw the ball away yeah, rather I, than to the opposition. I, I that's fair. But I just... He, he will be better with a different coach. Yeah. It, I don't it, think he will. You, I don't think you can grade... I don't think you can take anything away from this season. I'm, I, you know, I'm not saying he's a bust or anything like that. Nothing oh, not crazy no, like no, that, no. obviously. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think he needs to also look at himself. You know, no, you I agree. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you hear sportsmen say it all the time, can't you? You, know, it's, it's, you can't say it's all on the coach. Yeah, no, that's fair. The Titans are 9-4. and four. Don't forget, they were yeah. in this game. The Titans are 9-4. and four. In yeah. a shit division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, in a bad division, but... The, they're secure in the playoffs. You know they're going to yeah, be in there. They play six games in that division. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're, they're going to be in there. They're, they're quite likely to get Derrick Henry back for the playoffs. He is going to be back. They've said. And th- and then all of a sudden, <laughs> you have the Titans back again. So all they've got to do is make it into the playoffs. And, and they've and still they're got there. a game against the Texans to go. Yeah, they're so, in the playoffs, aren't they? Yeah, they're, 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 I mean, they're limping the in, but yeah, it they might not matter. win the division. The Colts could still beat them, but it's unlikely. Yeah, and the onto Foreman's done okay as well, and Dontrell Hillard. Yeah, and like, but then, that's good though. I think that Don Foreman's come in and done okay. 
Well, yeah, he's picked up if some. They, for when Henry comes back, for, I mean, they, they managing that spell, workload, they can help spell en- Paul, Henry. Cause Paul's not here, and that makes me sad. But I should point out that three touchdowns in a game. Jeff Swaim had the most uh, yards for the Titans with forty-five on three receptions. So three receptions in a game, Jeff Swaim. Oh, nice. <laughs> there you go, Paul. Just for you. But yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let's uh, should we move on to the power rankings because uh, it's uh, four weeks to the end of the season, so uh, we've got our. Uh, selections we haven't got we haven't got any from Paul so. oh he's a lazy git so that text went out to him at yeah. some ridiculous time earlier today I take it back you can shove Jeff Swaim up your a-hole and this is the first I was saying to these guys it's the first time we've ever had a consensus pick everybody has picked some this or one team for a position is it yeah, last? That happened. is it, it last? Is not last is it first no Oh, Christ, somewhere it's in the middle. Seven. Yeah. Seven. Everyone's picked Dallas Cowboys <laughs> at seven. <laughs> me, me and Jim guessed the Texans. You know, yeah, I assume it would be Texans. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I have the Jags last. Cause, um, oh, okay. I, I hate Urban Meyer. I, well, no. The, <laughs> oh, no, you do I, hate Urban Meyer. We, we I do, do hate, hate Urban Meyer, but I still think the Texans might score seven points in a game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe six points, but whatever. I just don't see... I just don't see where the, text, the I, Jags are going to score anything. I just love the idea of John turning up in a Davis Mills jersey at some point because he likes a random team top. He's currently wearing yeah. his Florida Gators top and I quite like the idea of you turning up in a Davis Mills jersey. Paul did buy me a Josh Rosen Dolphin shirt <laughs> one year. Brilliant. I'll have that if you're not wearing it. You can. Thanks. And a, and a Le'Veon Bell Jets shirt. Oh, uh, he, I, yeah, I mean, why not? He, Paul, Paul uh, yeah, he uh, enables my... Um, yeah... Shitness. Um, so, who wants to guess who's first? Um, Bucks. Two players, two people picked them at number Bucks. one. It was the Bucks. I picked them at one. Uh, the the, the oh. two G's, OG's over here. Uh, Jim has them at three. I have them at two. Uh, the me and both me and Jim had the Packers at uh, number one, but uh, Gary had them at four because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I think I made my case earlier. <laughs> it's a fair um, point. I, I have the Rams and the two. I have the Rams and the Cardinals above the Packers because I think they're more balanced teams. I think uh, you look at the top five, maybe six. I, I had think. the Titans quite high, didn't I? But yeah, you know, um, only yeah, because they're in a bad division and they're well set in the playoffs. So I think fifth in the top four of our power rankings is it, is it the four NFC teams? So, Bucks, Packers, Cardinals, Rams. I had those four fifth, in my top four. Fifth, we now move on to the AFC. We have the Pats and the Chiefs. We have uh, very much at seventh, <coughs> the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> then the Bills, uh, Tetons, Colts, Ravens, Chargers, Bengals, 49ers. I'm guessing I had the Ravens lowest then. Because I dropped them. You had them at 16. Mm. Well, I had them at nine. I had them at nine as well. I had well. them at, nine. I had at 12. I, I did that because I'm not sure Lamar is going to come back fit. <coughs> Yeah. Did I have the Niners highest after all my Shanahan bashing? <laughs> no. Oh, God. You had them joint highest because Griff also had yeah. them at 11. Oh. They're on the ascendancy. That, that is the reason why I put them there. I, I, I think they've played ri- and Kittle back like that yeah. makes they're, such they're a difference. They're in the ascendancy. It's good. They're, they're coming into form at the right time. Yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 b- bizarrely, for they are uh, literally on an average They've got uh, they're at twelve point seven five, and the Bengals, who they <coughs> narrowly beat this week, are twelve point five. So that's I think we mentioned that earlier. I said they're, they're, you know, they're really close. 
Yeah, then at 15, Browns, then the Boncos, Vikings, Dolphins, Steelers, football team uh, in 20th. Uh, at the bottom, uh, everyone went the Texans, apart from me. Um, Jacksonville, 31st, uh, because I put them bottom. Uh, Jets, uh, so then the Lions, Giants, Bears, Panthers, Seahawks, Raiders, Falcons, Saints at 22nd, and Eagles at 21st. The hi- Anyone want to guess the highest um, gainers since week eight? Chiefs. Patriots. Niners must have been quite a big gain. Niners. Oh. Yeah. Well, they had a terrible start, yeah, didn't they? They were, really were like bad, yeah. what, one, well, good start, what, one and four or something ridiculous. No, we were two and oh at one point. <laughs> Must have been two and three then. And then, we went, yeah. Yeah, yeah. then it all went to shit. Uh, other, other gainers, uh, pretty high uh, as well, uh, football team who have gained to get to 20th position. I had the football team at 18th, to be fair. Um, yeah, uh, and as well the Pats who have gained like 11th. the Raiders place. fallen the furthest? The Raiders have Raiders got to be one of the furthest be. fallers, yeah, surely. Yes, uh, quite significantly. Yeah, um, they, they were in the top ten, weren't they back then? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, and uh, the team that's uh, given us the most difference is the Tetons. Oh, and uh, the Dolphins, because yeah, Jim's got them at fourteenth. Gary's got them at twenty third. I guess. I think we've all mentioned it. Once you get past the top six, just a, it's yeah. a yeah. So that whole group of like seven, seven and six through to like six and seven teams. Yeah, well, I think I, nothing I, between them. I probably went a little bit high on the Titans, but I think it's I saw Derek Henry was coming back, and you know they've got the Texans to play, and I thought, well, they're going to be in. I I've won their division, so I, I had them. I had high. them at tenth because I think Derek Henry's coming back. They've probably been through their roughest part of the season. And I, th- I think they're, they're the playing playoffs. okay. Yeah. I think they've beat some good teams, and, yeah. and despite the injuries, that's why I'm, I had them where they. But I did have were. the Colts ahead of them because I think right now the Colts are a better team. I had Titans tenth and Colts eleventh. Yeah, I, like you say, it's, it's much of a much outside the top six or seven and the bottom four. Yeah. It's it's like throw a dart at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, a bit, it it shows. Um, I mean, I can't believe Paul put the Jags top. That's terrible. <laughs> You would have, oh. just to piss me off. Um, <laughs> actually, no, he, Unbelievably, he, he would have known that pissing me off most would have put would meant going Eagles number one. Unbelievably, that, he put his puppy and his employers in the bottom two, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so let's look ahead to week 15, uh, and with college football on a break until the ball, bowl games kick Saturday out. ball. We have Saturday games. Um, so Thursday night, we've got Kansas at... Chargers. Anybody think that the Chargers are winning that? Maybe. Maybe. No, I'm going to Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. Just because of the defence. I will go Chiefs, but I don't think it's a... I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's a three-point game. Yeah. Uh, Saturday games are uh, Vegas at Cleveland. That's terrible. It's a horrible game. Cleveland will win that. The other game, though. The other game, I think, could be a fucking stonker. I actually think think because it's in Indianapolis, I think the Colts will win it. I really do. That's not to do the pass I down. Think I it just could think be, it could be another three point. I'm not game. sure that'd be a bad thing for you to yeah address the balance. I just yeah. think Jonathan Taylor could probably run all over us. Mm. Really do. But yeah, um, so yeah. Any any choice games from the, the Sunday game, Sunday Monday games? 
Yeah, there's a, there's a couple, but there's not many. It's a it's a slate of not great Texans at Jags. I I, <laughs> I am a fan of misery, so yeah. Uh, Jags <laughs> and you Jags got Jets Dolphins as well. Oh yeah, it's bad. No, I mean that's that Bengals Broncos could be a tight game. Yeah, I I don't think that's bad. I actually think Green Bay at Baltimore only because I think the Ravens really have to win, and and I'm. I, I don't know if they can, but I think this is going to be one of those defining games of the season where yeah, they have to win. If they don't improve on the old injury front, that could be a If they don't get Lamar back, I don't think they'll win. If, but. if the Browns win and the Ravens lose next week, then that the division becomes very, very tight, doesn't it? And I think that could easily conceivably happen. happen. Teetons at Steelers, I think the Steelers have got a chance because I still think the Teetons are a week or two away from being back to where they should be. But I think that would be a close game as well. Uh, I actually don't mind football team at Eagles. I think that'll be tight. It might be not great, but I think it'll be a tight game. Uh, but the rest of them, I don't know. I'd like to see what the Bills do. They should absolutely wipe the floor with Carolina. I think they will. I'm, that's just, I'm, I think Bills but, need a but big look, game. But look at some of the bad teams they face this season, and they have lost. I just think they've lost two in a row now. I think they, they know they need to win a game. And I think that's as good a chance of winning. Houston at Jacksonville. Well. It's just yeah. the, it's, <laughs> toilet it's bowl. the toilet bowl of the season. It's that just the is, worst game. I mean, it's, it's beyond that, isn't is it? Is this it's, why you've invited me to your house for Red Zone? So yeah. we can just sit there laughing it's at this. It's the skid mark of the NFL this year. It's the one you cannot get off yeah. no matter what you do. Yeah, it's the, yeah there's some crusty nugget. You've got to buy the blue bleach for that one. Yeah. <laughs> crusty butt nugget. Um, <laughs> Monday, we've got... Uh, we've got Kirk playing prime time again. How is he? He's, he's always in prime time. I don't understand. It's because the NFL hate him. Prime time, <laughs> Kirk against the Bears. Do you know what? That's exactly isn't the sort because he's at church on Sundays. It's I don't know. <laughs> it's exactly the sort of game the Vikings lose. I, I'm this. That's what I'm about to I say. think the Bears will win that. I, I've got a funny feeling. Uh, the you want to get that sorted out. I well, d- I, that's exactly the sort of game I expect everyone, Kirk to throw two interceptions and what's his name Montgomery to run all over the Vikings and the Bears pull out a late win uh, because the Vikings will throw it away yeah I think uh, yeah once again another very tight win but I, I think the Vikings it's going to be that one up. funny how quickly the wind is going to go out the Saints sails by the way when they have to take on the Bucks this week and get stomped they're yeah. going to get annihilated but yeah so uh, full complement of games because uh, bye weeks are now over so uh, and of course Fantasy playoffs are starting. For not, many. All, not, not all. Not all. Not all. My work leagues. I've still got to to earn my uh, playoff position. It's, it's only because I didn't even consider the extra game. So I think it's good because it means yeah. more players are active because so many teams still involved. Those playoffs are going to be good this year. I, th- I think the, the whole league goes to week eighteen, like quite significantly based on where everyone is at the moment. Not sure if I like it or not, but yeah, it's been fun. Well, let's let's get there. Um, but um, yeah, any any anything else to add or? Not really. No. I mean, Urban Meyer's a dickhead. That's a good note to close on. It is. Good night.